All right. What? You just disappeared. Oh, look at that. Oh, 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 you can't see it, can you? Oh, I know what you got there. No, you can't see it, but I know what it is. I know what it is. Look, Sosai is coming right out at us. That completely followed the effect that I was going for. Yeah, that was a pretty cool effect, though. Sosai is floating around. Where the f Why the fuck is that? Because no... of the green screen effect. Oh, it's actually it's cool. It's black, isn't it? You can just see Sosai there. That's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway. Which episode is this? One before 20. Is that, hold on, carry the one. 19! 19. 19. Decker episode next week. We'll be doing something special. We are? Yeah. Always, <laughs> Decker episodes are always special. Yeah. AKA, we'll be drunk. <laughs> yeah. So Scott will be on his Vicodins. <laughs> I'll be on the mead, so it'll be our be our crazy ones. I've been doing. Re I, look, I'm having a little beverage tonight. This is the first time all week, so. I'm not Here orange you. juice for me. Orange OJ. Jack Daniels. OJ. So we've got some news. Obviously, Cameron's book, Sean Cameron's book, has arrived in the UK. I'm jealous. Um, they're not out yet. I it's it's with the warehouse, and I'm like, I'm not waiting for the warehouse distributor to get them out. I, it's about an hour away from me, so right. I said to Cameron, I go down and pick my own box up. Oh, so, so you I, went and got it. I went and picked it up from the warehouse, yeah, <laughs> from the distributor. I'm like, I'll go and get it. I'm not Hello. waiting. Hello, I'm here for my book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the uh, the Cameron book. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I arranged it all anyway. Spoke spoke to Cameron, arranged it all. I went down, picked them up. So that's how, like, my little circle of people who I know in the UK have got their books because I right. went and got them. So I'm I'm arranging my little circle. Uh, so within the mm -hmm. dojo and stuff, I, I coordinated it all. So we're waiting. But again, because of the COVID freaking thing, whatever. Yeah, they well, delayed. they arrived in the UK over a week ago. I know, I saw took, the message, it, yeah. Yeah, it took like a week for them to just travel three hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Anyway, it should be here very soon for us. Excuse me. Very excited. Have you, uh, what's it like compared? Because you have the original, right? I've got the original, yeah. How do they compare? They're both the same size. <laughs> I haven't read, I haven't read it yet. I literally picked them up yesterday. Oh, <laughs> well, to be honest, you know, on page 97, there's... No, but I heard that, uh, I mean, just watching uh, Sean Cameron, he said that uh, he, he did uh, up, some I, updates and stuff. So Yeah, I think Sean says there's about 30% yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's the, it's the it, you know, people think it's not a new book. Look, either it's way, the it's, be... it's the second edition. It's the original book with right. some added bits. Right. Either way, it's a brand new book for me. I didn't see the original. I've only read excerpts from it. Um so it's. I'm looking forward to it. And I can't wait. I'm. I'm looking wait, forward to reading. I will get them on my long form conversation because I want to talk. Yeah, about I'm it. looking forward to reading it again. So yeah. like I picked them up yesterday, and I've literally I've put I've put ten books out yesterday afternoon. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, that's great. So they they come in. That's um, the good news. What's the bad news? Sad news is Takeshi Azuma, the founder of Daidojuku Kudo, died. Yeah, sad. He died a couple of days news. ago. 
I actually Another saw your update. You were the one I, uh, I saw the post first when I woke up. I was on it. It, it, it. it really did. You know, stuff happens or whatever, but that one, it did make me sad because... Um, yeah. He was still quite youngish. He was only 71. Couldn't believe it, man. Yeah. And, and I think um, it was pancreatic uh, or gastronomic pancreatic cancer or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was looking. I saw images of him just up to a few months ago, and he was looking good. So he was, yeah, he was still ripped. But I think, I think, he, I think he was a big smoker. Oh, really? Okay. I think. Japanese I think, like to smoke. Uh, That's a broad do. statement, but oh, of, of racist, ja- racist, gone <laughs> up in Alaska. All Japanese smoke. It's their own fault. No, a lot of a lot of Japanese do. A lot, I do know a lot of Japanese that smoke. Yeah, they do. Personally, like, and personally. I. I think he was. I think I may be wrong, but I'm sure someone said to me he was a big smoker. Yeah, but still, you don't know if that even was the. You know, look at Sosai. He had lung cancer and he didn't smoke, so it's probably from being around Asimov all the time smoking. (laughs) Maybe you don't know. We don't know. Oh God. Anyway, that's it. Good night, folks. Good night. (laughs) Nice knowing you all. (laughs) Cancel again. Yeah, this it's a sad it's a sad day because the Mm. Berlin. It's happening. Everyone, all these greats, the original Kyokushin guys, they're all in their seventies, eighties now. So that they, they yeah, will, was, they are going to be dropping off. It's true. It's true. It's going to happen. But there's something for for him though was unique because um because it's kudo. It, it wasn't just an offshoot of Kyokushin. They're not. I'm not. No, making, no. This is really hard for me to formulate the words. Is I'm not taking away anything from anybody who's at that level or whatever, who've done off, gone off and that, but he literally went off, did his own thing, created uh, his own subsection based on his judo, etc. Yeah. And Cause he really, was a big, he was a big judoka. That's correct. He was also into boxing. That's correct. Uh, so, Asimov was a package. He, he, he trained in everything. Yeah. He, I mean, uh, my Sean Gary was, was very friendly with Asimov when they were in Japan. Asimov was one of his. Senpai. I know. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. And he would say, you know, Asimov was, uh, just a fucking a, a, a phenom yeah. of just you know athlete yeah when he was one of the top top fighters of kyokushin yeah yeah i mean all japan world tournament yeah yeah shame absolute shame and now, do you know what i liked what he'd done uh, i i think he was he was very clever as well i liked the fact that his style was daidojuku i know where you're going okay and then the separate part to it was kudo yeah so kudo was the tournaments. That's what it was, okay. And you yeah. can get, you can do kudo, yeah. but daido juko is the art. Yep. And I would like to see that separation between kyokushin and knockdown. Yeah. <sighs> what are you doing? Trying to adjust my lights for this nonsense. Um. I just hope that it doesn't um, digress into what happened to Kyokushin, though. Well, it doesn't all like now they all splinter out and I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Did he leave a successor? I think they will. I have because I'm pally with some of the the Kudo guys. Um, Mm -hmm. Nothing has been said yet. I think Mm -hmm. they were be putting something together. I don't know if he named a successor. Certainly, I don't know of anyone that was being groomed. I mean, like when you look at Kyokushin, you look at Sosai, Matsui. 
Matsui was clearly being groomed to take over. He's out the front all the time. He's in all the videos with Sosai. That's, you know, people like to argue and say differently, but that's the case, really. Matsui was groomed to take over. Um, so I don't know um, if anyone was being groomed to take over. I'm not that in to, yeah, in with the kudo, um, but I'm certainly in touch. Like I'm in touch with the the country rep for the UK up in London, Anos. Yeah. Um, so I've been speaking back and forth with him, finding out, you know, what's going on with it. I I just hope. I really hope they don't. I hope they retain it and they keep it, keep his legacy and keep it as mm -hmm. one organization because uh, I think it's a better thing. It would be good. It works better. I mean, I don't know of any, I don't know of any splinter kudo groups at the moment. It's just yeah. one big, one big thing, kudo. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I expect they will. I mean, I, I know, I know people around you that human ego. I know, man. I, yeah, I know people in kudo who, who was introduced to asthma by by their country rep they went out to japan a brown belt had a meeting with asthma came back as an official branch and a showdown so it's like uh, pe people want their own thing so i've no doubt i've no doubt they will be splits it's a shame I think they will be because it's always the same. There's a power vacuum. Um, this new head, I don't like him. I don't like the way he's going. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or oh, Azama told me this before he died, so I'm doing this. And it's, nah, it's inevitable, isn't it? Really? I hope you're wrong, but yeah, you're you're probably. I would like to be wrong. Yeah. I would like to be wrong on this, but I I can see that coming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh well, that's the show done. Good night, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> what else is in the news i don't know man i've been too busy I've been too you're busy. out the loop and you out the loop all the way up there running from bears and stuff yeah bears have been pretty good they're although they're coming out now hibernation's over 21 degrees today so they're coming out um no um, that's crazy what's crazy it's just crazy. I, I, you know, when I, I speak to my friends in Australia, speak mm -hmm. to you up there with beers and stuff. Like in Britain, I'm in a city of freaking five or six listen, million people. They man. come in out of the mountains and they go through your bins. No, I've seen it here. on the telly. Not here. But no, but say say you were up in Alaska and like the guys that are living in Australia, uh, it's like crazy. People who are living in South America, Arizona, and it's like I can walk anywhere I want in this country. I can go through rivers. I can walk through bushes, trees, and I'm not going to get killed by anything. What are you getting on with? You could get killed by uh, someone stabbing you. Oh. That's the difference. Yeah, but I haven't got to worry about fucking poisonous snakes, poisonous spiders, I fucking scorpions. I worry about the poisonous Sea snakes. crocodiles. Oh, I haven't got to worry about sea crocodiles oh, and none God. of that shit. <laughs> I love nature. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not in nature right now. I'm in more of the city. I grew up in nature. There's nothing to worry about. You respect nature. Yeah, I love nature, nature as well. Nature I used to go out, you know, but I, I suppose it's different. It, you, you have got to be wary. Mm. Like if you decided you want to go for a hike up through the mountains, Look. you you have got to think there's mountain lions, bears. <laughs> well, they are. The, I know, but just the way you said, oh my God, it's supposed to be about martial arts. But um, it is, listen, I, I, can, I, can, bro... I, I can walk for miles and miles. And the thing I see is a sheep. Okay. Okay. That, nothing's going to attack me. And then you punch them in the face. Don't do exactly. That. That's what they stay away from me. So when you're growing up, especially you're growing up in the country. I grew up in the country. 
when you're growing up, you know, you know, seasonally what's out, you know, time of day what is out. So you, you it, it just becomes you grow up of, with it. Yeah. yeah, you just know you don't worry about it. So when you actually do cross, you know what to do. And as a kid growing up, you know, as a little kid, I was, um, Jesus, pretty young, probably about somewhere around 10, 10 to 12. Me and my friends went in. Um, I don't know what we did. We would go into the forest and we would whatever, have projects or build a fort or do something, whatever. I don't know what mm. we we're doing on this one, but we got lost in the winter overnight. Mm. <laughs> so our, our big fear was at that time was lynx. It was lynx season. So lynx is a, is a cougar, right. a bobcat, like, like a cat. Mount, mountain like a, lion. Yeah. And so that was our big fear, but we kept her cool and we got out. Our parents were not too happy when they found us, when we made it to a, a high road, mm. high road, but, uh, stuff like that happens it's but it's yeah it's i don't know when you grow up around it it's different i would yeah i would take that any day than walking through some dangerous part of like name x city in the united states or whatever you know yeah this, this is uh what was i was listening to talk about this uh, i was listening to piers morgan earlier talking about the gun culture in america and everything mm -hmm. and it's like well people people can go and get mass guns and just walk into school supermarket stuff just kill everyone no you can't oh my god you, you can't stop watching <laughs> your crazy media <laughs> you're telling me you, you of course you can if, if you couldn't then you wouldn't have all the mass shootings oh my god we're really and i'm not really trying to in, take it i'm yeah, not trying to in, take anyone's guns you we're going to dangerous no. territory so the way it works, I I can't like I'm you, not an expert. You took in this. us down. You took us down this route. No, I did not. You, you did. Were you going said that your bears you, living in Alaska. You said <laughs> I haven't got to worry about being shot. I don't. in some crazy city. I don't have to worry about even in this city. Well, I know where to go and where to navigate. Neither do I. I, I can walk happen. in any 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 town or village, and I'm not going to get shot. Let me here. Let me drop you this, and we really, maybe a farmer. We really really need to get. Let's off take this. it back to. Karate. I'll, I'll tell you this if i were to get shot god forbid i don't in this city it will not be by a purchased gun how's that or mm -hmm. not sorry not by a legally purchased gun if that makes sense yeah so yeah most of the most i would say i don't know what the statistics are but most of the gun violence that happens uh here and in the united states a lot more in the u.s is illegal weapons they're not they're not they're not guns that people have gone in you know how hard it is to get a gun in canada holy crap it's you just so got to fucking fill out fill out the fucking questionnaire haven't you no. send it off and then boom it, they send it, it to you in the post it's so yeah it's so difficult it's very difficult to get a gun in canada uh u.s even in the u.s like they spin this thing that uh that it's so simple if not you you got to go in you got to uh you know, bring all your ID. They have to do ID checks on you. Make sure you don't have a criminal record. They make sure you don't criminally insane. All this other stuff, or you're not uh, mentally deranged. That's only a, that's only a recent thing, though, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Crack People, that's it. No, this is. No, well, I I don't know. I I'm community. only I I don't know anything about it really. I'm only no. making comment on what we hear this side. What you hear exactly. Yeah. So I'd be very cautious of what you hear there. No, it's always been, it's not as easy as people think it is. And definitely not as easy here. In Japan, they also have it similar to Canada. Um, but the difference in Japan, which I actually like, this one part I like in Japan, if you get a gun, uh, apply for a gun, you actually have to take a course. Like you take a driving course. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. You take a course and you had to pass this course, which I 
totally down with. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, you will. Of course, if you're having, if you're same as you, if you jump in a car, yeah, you have to do a test. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. It should be the same with that. You have to do a proficiency test. Mm-hmm. So it takes longer in in, in Japan because they have to do like a psychological background, criminal background, take a test, all that kind of stuff. I don't um, think you you can't have like you can't have uh, own a gun and walk around with it in Japan. Yeah, you can. Yeah, Japan has gun laws, and you can do it. Um, but it's like I said, it's similar. And in Canada, I should say that too. In Canada, to get to get a gun, you have to take firearms courses. You have to pass mm-hmm. a firearms course in order to get the weapon. Uh, and then the way that it's you know held, stored, all that kind of stuff. It's I don't know. The media don't listen to media. Media tries to make everything <laughs> like a movie. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Never let them take your weapons, people. <laughs> it's the what was it seventh amendment something like that i don't know it's american i don't know what the amendments are down there but uh, uh, if you look back through history though every country that has fallen one of the first things that's happened is people is they took weapons. their guns they took their guns you take people's ability to fight back i mean you can even go back further all right let's spin it back into martial arts now i thought you were leading us out of this conversation i am now i am now i'm leading us back to, to karate so if you look at we were talking about in the last episode we were talking about weapons um mm-hmm. and one of the reasons that these weapons that we were talking about like nunchako and and tonfa and all these things were because they weren't allowed to have weapons weapons mm. were seized at that yeah. time you were not allowed. So what did they do? They turned their farm tools and things that they had around them into a weapon, right? Um, which I th- I find quite interesting. I, f- I find that really interesting. So they had yeah. to- Yeah, it, it was out of necessity. To fight against armed soldiers, AKA yeah. samurai, yeah. Well, you look all the farmers, they would, they would always be pitchforks and sticks and staffs and you know whatever you can get your hands on to turn it into a weapon. Absolutely. Right, like right now, I'd grab a fork, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, he's looks around. I got a, a sippy cap. I'd be grab that <laughs> ear, my neck, and I smash that into someone's head. <laughs> anyway, this take it over to training. So hey, forget the bang bang like, guns. Weapons, guns. What? Look at these guns. Gun show. <laughs> uh, have you been practicing your headbutts? Uh, what time is it? No, I have not. Why not? The headbutt video went out like days ago. Because uh, I'm in lockdown. <laughs> have, you, have you watched it? I bet you haven't watched it, have you? No, not really. I mean, I did kind of glance at it, but yeah, I'm mean, watched it, have you? So you are a shit friend, <laughs> absolutely shit friend, you are. Why don't you tell us all about it, Terry? I watch all of your videos, everything. The bloke, the the the, Natan the bloke, Levy, folks, Natan Levy, the bloke with the guy that was doing that thing. I watched that. The bloke with the guy that was doing the thing. Yeah, I watched that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> the bloke with the guy that was doing the. I don't even know. And those the other blokes. I was watching it all. I hope you watched Natan Levy this past weekend. That was. I did. I listened to it. I listened yeah. to it. So big. That's good stuff. So I think that's the first. Uh, certainly the first UFC guy you've had on, isn't it? First UFC guy. And I did, folks, I did feel bad. Terry, <laughs> Terry messaged me after like, where's the, where was the shout out for real talk? <laughs> I know. I was listening to it and I was like, Oh, 
Is a That's good an interesting conversation. We spoke about that in the show. He's going to stay now, or like we spoke in the show. And then another bit will come up, and I think, oh, we, we, we did a whole show on that. He's going to mention it now. Not a fucking word. Not a single word about it. <laughs> and you are right. I feel bad. I really do. I did feel so bad for that. But I got to be honest, I was a little bit nervous with him. Uh, I remember you saying, yeah. Yeah, he because he is climbing up there, and damn, he's good. I don't know if you've seen. Mm-hmm. I've watched. Every I've seen. I've his... seen. I watch all your Woo! videos you've done, man. No, man. I've watched every one of his fights. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a he's a very good finisher. Very, very good, good finisher. And if you even go back further and look at his stuff from Weichi Rue and stuff, you can obviously see. Yeah. And the way that he and a very honorable student, very. Yeah. He, he sounds, I'm not going to put any it. comments out there about what he was talking about with his uh, sensei, with his instructor. I didn't agree. No, with that's the, let people watch it. Yeah. Oh well, no, we I, can. This because this is what our show is about. This is real talk. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I really didn't like it, and it really went back to. Actually, here's a plug. It goes back to some of the stuff we were talking about. What is a sensei and things of that nature? Because you know, he his sensei was not giving him the freedom to do anything. No. He was like, first of all, good. there is no other martial art. Ours is the best. You cannot train with anything else. And if you do, uh, you're exiled or whatever. It's like, holy That's shit. not good. That's not good. Dude, and, like... and I think, do you think that comes from a place of fear as well? As in, if you go and train somewhere else, you might like what you're doing elsewhere. You might get some good stuff and then not come back to us. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's kind of what happened with them, right? Mm-hmm. It is kind of. I mean, I don't want, I'm reading between the lines here, but I mean, and him and I had some chats offline and stuff. Um, he really dug it when he was, when he was a kid, um, you know, it looked cool. He was doing, went from this Kung Fu to this thing that was the roots of Weichi. Yeah. It looked awesome. And it was hardcore. Weichi is hard. No disrespect to Weichi, man. That's a hardcore system with a lot of body conditioning, but a lot of their strikes are very, very odd. And they were for a particular time period. And, yeah. um, and he started questioning things and, you know, was basically told no question. And, and uh, so when, and when he started, you know, getting into you, um, sorry, MMA and stuff, a whole new, he was actually, he was losing. If you're listening to it, he was losing his, uh, fire for karate. He, he had dojos going, but he was just kind of going through the motions until he's yeah. doing, um, mixed martial arts and rolling and doing all this other stuff. And Opened man, everything up for him. What an etiquette. What an etiquette. What a training etiquette. And you know what? And and there you go, merits the karate because it did come from his karate background. He mm. was so honorable, so he was one of these us just do it. Yeah, uh, and, and I think you get you to. you get that from a traditional karate, but we've got it in Kyokushin. Yes, that's you, what you, and you, now he you, does Kyokushin, and he says the same thing, right? Yeah. Look how humble JSP is. Exactly. Speaking uh, of think... which, another plug for another show that doesn't. Need He's on the show plug. next week. He's on the show, folks. GSP is coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I, he was on Joe Rogan this week and I haven't finished the whole episode yet. I'm about, about an hour in, but Jesus Christ, there's a guy who's one of the goats, one of the greatest ever. Yeah. Multi belt champion, one loss, which was a zone fault, cocky loss. Um, but now is so humble, so whatever. And it totally comes from that. And, and Joe talked to him about, man, like you're retired now. You don't have to do any of this. 
but you're a martial artist. He's like, yeah, like he trains as a martial artist. Yeah, and that's what he says. I'm a martial artist first, a fighter second. He's going down to South America to a camp to do BJJ. Like, he doesn't need to do that. He loves it, though. He just loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, loves it, loves it. You know, it's one thing that was interesting. Remind me of another episode of ours. People need to go back and check out about sparring. Um, Episode number one. Was it? I don't know. Episode number one. We so were talking he, about Kurbanov. Right, right. So he's talking about, uh, <laughs> which is similar to this. So I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing big time. I do recommend people watch it. Uh, he's talking about um, when he spars with guys, a lot of times, one thing he doesn't like about sparring is when people go hard all the time to try to take, take each other's heads off. He's mm-hmm. like, there's no longevity in it. He's like, there's none. Right. And not only that, you're not learning because you're in such a defensive. Exactly. You uh, don't state. learn. You, you can't learn. And so he's run into it now because of he is his stature. Guys, either they're nervous and they're going hard or they want to try to test themselves. And he doesn't like yeah. it at all. Yeah. He wants to everyone, go soft. Everyone, everyone wants to try and have a little piece of him as well. Exactly. And he wants to go soft and technical. So he says there's two things that happen. So one thing he, instead of saying now sparring, do you want to spar? He said, because there's a connotation with that sparring. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. He goes, you want to play? Uh, nice, eh? Let's yeah. go play. Let's I, go play. It's and similar it. to uh, Kung Fu call it touching hands, don't they? Yeah. 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 They say let's you want play. to touch hands a bit. Yeah. Let's go play, play around a bit. And he said, so that's how he kind of curbs that thing. So he likes to set the tone of this. We're not here to kill each other. We're here to play and just have some fun. However, if they turn it up. He's there ready to go. Yeah. So that reminds me of the Kurbanov thing. Yeah. 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 And just uh, FYI, don't plug our show in our show. You need to plug it in your other show. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll get better. I will. I am new at this, man. It is. No, I'm, a, I'm a very important person now. I have two shows now, right? Exactly. I mean, I'm just, I'm just here to talk. Yeah. You know, that's, that's right, got... Timmy. Oh, I mean, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> the Scott, the Scotty show. The Scotty too hearty. Anyway, oh my God, we bounce around again. But this is good. I don't know. Yeah, that's what we do. We bounce around. So yeah, we got who is coming on then, or is it top secret? Uh, I do have some cool people coming on, uh, but I'm going to uh-huh. skip this guy's last name, so I just want to get it right. Marco, uh, Marco Lala. Um, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying. I've, I've heard a lot of him lately. Yeah, so I remember this guy. Honest to God, I don't know if you had them over in your part of the world. Where are you again? Scotland somewhere? Yeah, close uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, Black Belt Magazine and all that stuff when you were growing up. Did you guys have that? No, we had traditional karate. You say that, you know, I grew up in a different decade to you. I, I uh, no, I had that cool. magazine too. Uh, yeah, we had traditional karate. I'm Martial Arts Illustrated and, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so, so he he would be highlighted in these things. Uh, he's an American, and uh, he has belts in like uh, in Kyokushin, Judo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And his his videos way back in the day were... Uh, yeah, like back in the 90s, weren't they? God, at least, at least early nineties. Um, and they were phenomenal, amazing kicks, amazing kicks, uh, and flexibility control. But then he got out of, um, 
like he was a bit ahead of his time actually because he he got really influenced by MMA and uh -huh. it got out of more of the stand-up combat stuff and started uh, imp uh, implementing the grappling game of it judo and jiu-jitsu and stuff and and basically he ended up creating his own uh system uh oh my god i can't remember the name of it now oh i feel bad uh tetsu bushi jiu-jitsu or something yeah uh, jitsu. um so yeah anyway he's coming on and uh because yeah i was seeing some of his stuff and it, i was like man i remember this guy so yeah much as a he, kid because he, he disappeared for a while you said oh he, well what's he he's got he's in his 50s isn't he's in he his 50s i believe he's around he's the early 50s anyway like, and he's uh, yeah he's awesome shape awesome shape totally phenomenal shape and stuff so he's trying i think he's trying to come back on the scene trying to re-emerge re yeah and it's good stuff he, i i we chatted a bit in the ronin life group and stuff oh, cool. and so yeah he, he's a good guy i'm looking forward to listening to it and i'm looking forward to you Obviously, talking about our show in that show. <laughs> that would be good. All right. I got to take a break. I'll be right back, folks. Take a break. Where are you going? I got to go PB. What? Yeah. First time ever. All right. Hold on. Welcome All back, right, folks. folks. Look at that. What? Welcome back. Here the we old, are. The old prostate is not what it used to be. Oh, did you stop recording? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I, I carried on talking. <laughs> I didn't know you did I, it. I, I carried on giving a little bit of extra stuff to the folks. That's hilarious. No, man. <laughs> I was oh, I was saying, I'm looking for a new co-host. Someone oh. who's a bit more professional. Oh. Maybe someone who can hold their bladder. Someone <laughs> under 50, because that seems to be, you know, an issue there. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Right. Yes. So training. We were just talking about Marco. He's coming on the show, which you're going to plug us on. Fantastic. But, I, you know, you've just gone into major lockdown now, aren't you? Severe we, lockdown. We're on the Bad way out, out of it. Now we're on the way out of it. So you can train outdoors. A group of people can get together now outdoors and train. So we are starting training this Saturday, actually. Nice. Saturday morning. So we're going to do half nine to half ten for our kids class. Can you and I don't. Or do you have to be like... Separate? No, you need you need to be away from each other, mm. which is fine, you know. We're not going to train in geese yet. We're just going to be meet up and just... Because we haven't trained for so three months. naked? Yeah. Nice. I, everyone has to train naked in my dojo. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids so, will have a little train, get them back into it. Then the adults will train then. And, you know, we'll have a session, get back into it, work in. Uh, right. Which leads me to a question, right? In your dojo... Mm. Excuse me. Have you got children mixing in training with adults? No. Uh, yes and no. Mostly no. We have separate kids classes. Yeah. Uh, and they're split between two age groups. And I can't remember now what those age groups were. Um, like little, little ones up to. Yeah. Because this uh, is an interesting topic. But, but, but. there. Whenever there was... Um, students um young kids that showed potential or, or yeah yeah then they're brought over into the adult class right? yeah or that's fair enough Be because they are um operating at a higher level yeah so we, they, they will some, fit in yeah we've got some kids that are like high level like they've won international tournaments for kata for sparring yeah. etc so it's it's almost detrimental if we keep kept them in the kids class it's yeah it's better yeah, yeah exactly i think i i so i started training 11 92 
Um, I was in the kids' class, twelve. That I think, I'd, I think at fourteen mm-hmm. is when I was moved up into the senior class. Then, right? Yeah. Um, I, I never forget it. I remember because, because you know, for me, I just used to tr- wanted to train and train hard. And yeah, then, but it better rem- made you feel special, though. It did because I remember what my, my first instructor then at the time when my mother came to pick me up uh, mm-hmm. and he was saying you know because again i'm still 14 to, it's different today you can have a 14 year old kid who's been doing kyokushin for three years that has won a fucking tournament but yeah. back in the 90s it wasn't you were a kid you were a blue belt yeah um and i remember him saying to my mother he was saying we're going to put terry into the adult class mm-hmm. and obviously it was a big adult class about 50 guys uh, 50 students and a lot of big guys lot of big guys in the adult class mm-hmm. uh and he and he said basically well because he's the best in the class he's the best in the kids class at the moment so mm-hmm. he needs to move up into the adults class because there's nothing in the kids class we can do with him anymore now mm-hmm. so yeah so i was training with the big guys from like age 14 and mm-hmm. and, and and it brings you on because then you're training with guys that are strong they they are training harder you're not doing 10 push-ups you're doing mm. 50 push-ups so exactly. it's it's good uh, but i see some clubs that have young kids and adults training together now personally i don't agree with it no, i don't think do it's that. fair because it's got a, it's a different class a kid's class is completely different to how, how my adult classes run well, they're little animals. They have a whole different energy to them. They got to be. You gotta it's completely them. different. Yeah, you. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, and not that. just that. When you're partner. Yeah. So when you're working together, you can't have. It's not fair. If I'm an ad, I used to hate it. Right. I'm an adult. I've gone to a club. I've here for a workout. I'm training. I'm doing well. We're doing the bag work, this and that, and then we swap over, and I've got some ten-year-old kid. No, we've never done that. No. Obviously, I drop him straight away because he's 10. But I hope so. <laughs> Would you expect any less? <laughs> but it is. I, 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 and there are a lot of clubs around you that still do it to this day. They have mainly for cost. It's like, oh, well, we can't afford to rent say. the hall out for two different classes. Right. We put them all into one. But I've never done it. I've, even if there's yeah. fucking two people in each class. That I still me, keep them separate. That reminds me of something too. Um, how popular is it there? Like you said, renting a hall. How yeah. how how often do like how uh, popular is it to have full time operating dojo? Very and very rare. Really? For, certainly, eh? certainly, certainly, karate kyokushin wise. Really. Um, Interesting. I'm just trying to think of what dojos do. I mean, I know a couple of, of dojos that are full time. When you say full time, right? They're not full full time as in you've got mean... classes every day, or full time as they specifically it's a rent the whole building just for Kyokushin. Yeah, exactly. And or like for us, like I mean, COVID killed us on it, but we had yeah. a facility that was full time. That there was nothing else operating out of there except for our Kyokushin classes. Yeah, our kickboxing classes and our jiu-jitsu yeah. classes, right? It was yeah, that was it. It was a full-time school. We yeah, were renting space they, from someone. Yeah, there's a couple, uh, mm-hmm. and like there's there's, like a, there's a UFC. Dojo. Uh, I mean, but that's further away. Crowley, yeah, Crawley, Crawley. Sorry, I think uh, Crowley. I was thinking Alistair Crowley. He was a fucking a fucking psycho devil worship and priestess. You trained with him, did you? 
Well, uh, that explains a lot. I think that's. I think that's a. Yeah, he's a. Is a. a it's rather than full time dojo. They say a purpose room specifically just for karate. Because mm. it's full. When I think a full time dojo, I think you got classes every single day, like Ushideshi. Yeah, people so train in there all so the why, time. How come? It, why is it not like that there? Because <clears throat> people, because one, people don't want to do it. Mm. They, they, I don't know of any humble, humble style full time training. Really? So people uh, are just lazy in the UK, or what is it? I think in the world. <laughs> I think. Why have you got any in Canada? Of course, I just told you we had ours. There's tons around. What you had classes all day, every day. Not all day, every day, but the facility. Well, this is what this is what I'm saying, as no, in no, like no, a I humble mean facil- style. I mean, the facility is nothing other than the martial arts, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of places You're not around renting you. Space room. Okay, okay. I was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah, there's you. a couple of places. There's, uh, in fact, uh, we were talking about UFC earlier. Um, yeah, that's a different uh, ballgame. Late I. No, what was his name? Not Latte. Natan Levy? Natan, yeah, we're talking about him. Mm. There's a guy here called Jack Shaw. Now, we, yeah. we've got, in Wales, we've got two boys in the UFC, Jack right. Marsham yeah. and Jack Shaw. Yeah. Um, and Jack Shaw's dad, I think he's a, he's a black belt BJJ. Mm-hmm. Um, they have just, I say they, you don't buy buildings, you know I mean? You've got to be super fucking rich to buy your own buildings of course, of course. if it's a big one. It's always rented and leased. Yeah, yeah, same here. Same um, here. So they've just opened a UFC, I think it's called Shaw uh, MMA. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's called Shaw MMA. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> um, but that's a split level uh, unit. So you go in, they've got a cage in there, they've got nice. a weight room, cardio room, a matted area for training. Nice. So that, in effect, well, just before we went into lockdown, that was last year. So that would be a full time gym martial arts facility for yeah. classes all all day every day yeah that that that's an interesting endeavor that's something i've always dreamed of myself having a place that you're not just doing uh karate classes but it's a training facility where yeah it's like yeah where it looks like a crossfit gym slashed and you have this other portions that you could do your other stuff yeah yeah, yeah. well if you have you you've never you haven't been to japan have you no no, well, but the last time I went to Japan, uh, you know, I don't the like last, to talk about it. The last time I went to Japan, like he's been there a dozen times. Been there twice. I know. Yes, we, um, every, everybody knows the stories now. Before the asked. before the Rapongi incident, <laughs> I jumped on the train and went to uh, Ibisu District, Were you which drunk? is like a business. No, sober. Okay, just Ibisu district, which is the business uh, district in Japan, where they had the Ichigeki Plaza. Ichigeki Plaza. Yeah. One strike plaza. One strike, yeah. one kill plaza. It was, it was Ichigeki. Because <laughs> Matsui yeah. wanted to build the Ichigeki brand, didn't he? We had the Ichigeki yeah, geese. Yeah, but yeah. he also had the Ichigeki fight team that was led by Filio Francisco. Yes. So in Ibisu, they had a purpose-built building oh, wow, for the that. for yeah. Okay. There's lots, lots I know, oh, um, and I, in there was uh, Pichnikov, mm-hmm. the the who's now president of KWU. 
yes. the tall Russian guy, Pichnikov. Mm-hmm. He, him and his girlfriend were in there mm-hmm. teaching and running it. Um, Philly Francisco used to go in there and teach. So upstairs, the very top floor was a dojo. Mm-hmm. a small dojo for, for karate uh, because Ryo Narashima used to teach in there as well. Mm-hmm. And then next down, or it might have been the other way around, actually, the, mid, the, the ground floor was a shop, Ichigeki shop, could buy all the gear and everything. The second floor was the dojo, mm-hmm. sorry. And then the third floor was the cage, uh, not the cage, it had the ring for the K1. Oh, cool. And then you, you, all the people like Ray Sifu and all of them sort of guys used to go up there and train mm. when they were in Japan. So, yeah, as in, we were talking about purpose-built sort of things, it just reminded me about that. I don't even know if it's still going at the moment. And speaking of K1, Nicholas Pettis uh, had one of his students, well, one of his friends and a student fight in K1 like a week ago. And I didn't know this. One of his students took on his name. Is, is he goes by Pettis? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I unfortunately I don't think he won. Um, I did. I didn't even know that Nick was still coaching in that way. Well, Nick. Well, I, he Nick has a, a full <laughs> full time dojo um, in Japan. I forget which city he's in. Uh, he's in. He guess where guess where his CrossFit box is. Where's his CrossFit box? Rapongi. <laughs> of course. Um, oh, I can't find it here now. But anyway, yeah. We say yeah. we say CrossFit box. It's not a box. It's a big. It's a big fuck off place. It's not just like a little in the corner. We do a bit of CrossFit here. He's got a big purpose built facility. Oh yeah, he's in. He's yeah. uh, Reebok uh, endorsed and branded. Yeah, uh, but I didn't. I didn't know he had a full time dojo going yeah, and was training so fighters. He, he does, but um, he he was. So I don't. I don't know how. I got to talk to him. I don't know how uh, involved he is now. But he had a fighter that he was training, and to the point where the guy took on his name, his family name. Yeah, uh, and that's who he fought under. Um, I don't think he won those past. Uh, I don't think it was this week and the weekend before. Um, Anyway, uh, but he also has a dojo, and I forget which city it's in, um, that teaches teaches karate. I don't think he called it Kyokushin, but essentially it's it's, mm, it's, it's Kyokushin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know he had a dojo going there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I wish I could remember the name of it now, but you know, like you said, people over fifty. Remember. Do you need a, Do you need another break? Do you need another toilet break? It's coming. <laughs> i think we're we're not we're not about an hour now aren't we what are we wrapping up this has been fun i like this one are we about well we can keep on talking what do you want to talk about i don't know let's find stuff yeah to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so you were saying purpose-built facilities there's a couple around you i mean i would like that i i would love and i almost did before we went into lockdown Mm-hmm. I almost looked at because the dojo was building. We got about twenty students in there, right? About, uh, about ten kids, about ten adults. Okay. So it's building quite nicely. And I was thinking, do we take the plunge and get a unit and convert it to a dojo? So in essence, it'd be a full time dojo. 
it'd be that purpose kyokushin building yeah um, and, and we'd have jujitsu in there we'd have bjj in there we'd have other guys training in there build it and they will come <laughs> but they have to come that's the problem it well, costs lots of money you, i know man but sometimes you got to take that plunge like when we opened uh the facility uh the ckma one we left the small place that we were renting like it was in an industrial space mm-hmm. and um Oh, Cincy Steve, sorry if you're watching this. I can't remember how many of us went over there, but it wasn't, I think it was around 40 people, 30 or 40 people uh, went from the old place and we built it up to about 120, 140 people. And, and, and that's awesome. And the goal was to continue on, obviously. Yeah. And, and to, uh, so uh, one thing is when it becomes more accessible like that, so we, like we were in an industrial area, if, if we were, you were going to train there, you had to find it. You had to seek it out. You had to know what you were yeah. looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas when we were in the shopping plaza, we got a you had lo- foot traffic. A lot of foot traffic. We got a lot of people just came in, just some foot traffic, and then, and then social media and whatnot, and uh, and and it just started building up. And it was cool with the windows there; people could see what was happening yeah. and stuff. And it was a beautiful, beautiful facility. Do you know what else came into my thought process with it? Yeah, I want a full-time dojo so I can have the Shinzen and the posters up and 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 have all that atmosphere in there. Yeah. But it's all—it's also a big tie and a big commitment. Oh yeah, it's a because because thing. I I move around a lot. So in the summer, pretty much every weekend, I'm away at festivals, organizing teams, working. Right. It's normally a Thursday to a Monday. Gotcha. I go away Thursday morning. I come back Monday night. I'm home running my other company, bit of this, bit of that, maybe train once, and then I'm back off. Gotcha. And if I've got a, if I've got a full-time dojo, it, it's, it's not fair on the student say, oh, there's no training tonight. Sorry, I'm away. Yeah. Um, and we haven't got... Well, you got uh, Bryn, a, so you have Bryn. You have uh, Bryn can be all right. <laughs> we haven't Bryn, got a pool. Instructor. We haven't got a pool of higher grades yeah. to take lessons. I mean, like Su- Susie's a Nidan, so Susie can take lessons. Susie's a Nidan in Kyokushu? Susie, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. That's how, Susie, that's that's how awesome. we met. That's how no, we met. I, I did not know that. See? Yeah. Something. Well, she, she was a, a showdown when we met. Yeah. And I trained her for her knee dan, uh, and she took her knee dan in Hungary. Yeah. Um, and she did forty fights. That's awesome. For her knee dan in forty degree heat outside, and not like, uh, and it wasn't a couple of you know girls. She fought men. It was nice. hard fight. She was battered, black and blue. She's a tough lady, anyway. I mean, she's a firefighter. She is. She's a PT. Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Yeah. Special breed. So yeah, that was that was one of the things. I was like, oh, I'm tied to it, and I've got to be there then. And but I've got so many other things that take my time as well. And for me, it was always like, well, listen, if I get called to go and do a job, and it's a three grand job, am I going to turn that job down because I got to teach Thursday night and Monday night? It's like, oh. So I, I totally get what you're saying because you have a lot of other things going on that you're balancing your career and stuff. And this is why, again, these I try to steer away from this whole fucking COVID thing and the lockdowns. Yeah. Well, um, you, if I if I had if I had bit the bullet when I said and got a unit within a month, it'd be fucking shut down. That's what I'm getting at. So this is where my heart goes out to who's not only my instructor but my friend, Sensei Steve. He's my mm. friend, right? So this like. All he has wanted ever 
is to teach karate. That's his thing. That's his job. That's his life. That's his whatever. And you got to respect him for that. So, and he worked his ass off to get to where he was. To get there. And he finally gets this dojo going and it's full time and stuff. And this stuff happens and just ripped it all away. And it's wiped it's, people out. It, uh, and I, again, I'm trying to be positive and trying to stay away from talking about it. But when you, when I hear you say stuff like that, I can't stop but think about him and, and people. Yeah. Like, and he's not alone. There's many out there like Loads, him loads about it. Who have, uh, who have lost their way because of this. And uh, I, I mean, so I was, I was lucky in a sense because it, it was, you know, yeah. we were, I talked to Susie about it because she's a fitness instructor as well. Yeah. Um, so he was like, listen, you, you take your clients in there too. We'll have a matted area. We'll have a little weights area. Exactly, yeah. So it will be multi-purpose as well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we were 90% there. Yeah, Fund, I, you know, we had the money to do it. The funding was in place. And I was like, well, obviously, yeah. it's part of Maserati. You got the money. Well, I had the money. Now I don't because <laughs> it's on the drive. <laughs> so... Um, as you say, the Maserati, the Maserati Express that's out putting all the Buddha Karate books around Wales. I'm delivering them, I am. I'm delivering the books to people. Nice. I'm being helpful. I'm giving value to them. Nice. I will be doing the same when they show up for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll drive up to Canada. No, no. I mean, when, the ones that are coming in my name. I got to send them, uh, send them You're going to drive them out? Yeah, well, I give. I have to give them out to folks. And uh... Yeah, well, that, that's what I did. I had my little pool of books for my, like, the click in my area mm -hmm. and the moment i picked them up from the show i drove them out to the guys and that's right. why people had their books first ones in britain i'm thinking the next yeah. episode when we do we should do some homework over the week <laughs> we it's a little it's happening. a little bit the thing is we're both we're both here? we're both flat out busy right i, I didn't get in till eight o'clock tonight. I got in at eight o'clock, finished work. Then I'm running around, sorting said, doing this, doing that. And just before, like now it's 1 a.m. in the morning here. Oh yeah, you're right. It, and, and it's and have... for me. I, I'm on this weird cycle. So this is, I consider it my busy week and next week yeah. will go a little bit lower so I can get more done. And it literally, excuse me, it goes up like and that. down. So, uh, and plus some extra projects at work. So I do, I, I do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like to i need to like watch more of the what's happening you need to fucking watch the backstreet videos no i don't actually what yes, I, you can you report do. on that what i need to do is watch other kyokushin stuff and then we can report on what's happening in the kyokushin world uh yes, like for do. example i know there's a hundred man kumite coming up who's doing that ah i don't know it was from iko oh uh, from iko it'll be yeah. a, a legit one then <laughs> Listen, I think next show we'll have a little discussion on hundred man kumites because I got views on hundred man kumites. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you. Go on, Terry Burke has views on some. Well, you know, I thought I like to keep them to myself normally. Man, kumite. Hold on, let me pull this up here. Courses in Japanese. It's going to be live streamed, folks. Live yeah. streamed. Yeah. And it's, it's been done in Hombu. On Sunday, April 25th, 2021, 12th World Open Champion, Miguel Uyuda accepts a challenge facing 100 opponents. In what was his name? Uh, Mikio, I never know how to pronounce his last name. It's U-E-D-A. Yuda? Ueda. 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 
Ueda. So a former world champion, um, Aikyo. And yes, should be that in Hombu. Yeah, and it's on April 25th. They're live now. They're saying they're live streaming it, and the info is on their uh, Facebook page. However, I don't know if that. But only lives... only if you're only if you're a member of IKO. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway. So. What I will say, I mean, what I will say about the hundred man Kumides is, there's been a, a spur lately in the last few years of lots of people doing them from all different organizations, and and I can't, as I've watched them all, um, I think, um, Jed's was one of the last really good ones. And man, what a good one it was, and it was captured, and it was yeah, uh, yeah. I just one. can't help but think. It is it's turning into something that instead of you are being offered this challenge of doing the 100-man kumite, the hyakuan kumite, you're being given this opportunity to do it. Mm -hmm. See if you can do it. You may not. You may fail. Lots of people have failed. I just can't but feel that today it's like we're doing the 100-man. You know, there's no failure as an option. We're doing it. And they're dragged through it. And even some of the, like I was watching, I'm not naming any names on it, yeah. but I was watching someone's and I was like, you didn't win. And the person refing them kept giving them the fight every time. And it's like, you you, you didn't have that fight because it used to be you had to win 70% uh, of the fights, clearly win 70%. Yeah, not everyone. I mean, there's been a couple of few that haven't made it all the way through. But I mean, did you see like uh, Sheehan Daniel Sanchez's? Yeah, that was legit. That was very legit. Uh, Judd's was definitely legit. Uh, the cool thing I love about Judd's is because it was captured as a documentary. Yeah, that was, was an awesome the hundred the, the, the hundred man fight journey was an awesome one. So amazing to this day. I've still I've seen it so many times. It's so inspirational. Isn't it? It's it's your training montage. If you need a little boost, watch yeah. that. Then get out and do some training. Let me look up here. Hundred man Kumiti. Who has? Are we doing this now? Are we we carrying uh, this on in this show? <laughs> no, I just want to like just quickly. No, let's we'll carry it on the other one. I just want to see who Wikipedia. See, there's people here I don't even know. But yeah, so yeah, we should definitely talk about. It. There's a few here. Obviously, the the greats before that, like right back from yeah. uh, Arneel Nakamura, Oyama, uh, Hollander, yeah. all the way up through. When you look at. Um... Sheehan uh, Howard Collins was the first one then to do the do the hundred on one day because they split right. it fifty it. over two days. Way back in nineteen seventy two, too. That's amazing, man. Seventy two. I was two years old. Unbelievable. Um, I was yeah, minus so eight. And now, and now there's a bunch. There, yeah, there's a few here. I don't. I don't. There's quite a few on them, and there's quite a few organizations that that yeah. are putting on their own hundred. So it's not. It's not really. It's not. You were trying to do it. It's uh, we're doing it, and they're almost like sparring matches. Yeah. And we're just going to bring you. We're going to drag you along through it. And there's no question of them failing and not doing it. It's like oh, no, you're doing it. This is a great topic. I don't want to dive down to it too deep because I think this is a good topic we should talk about. I will say, yeah. let's cut it. All right, let's end it off with this. I want to ask you. I'm, so I'm a little bit biased on this, but who? What's your favorite hundred man kumite? to watch, to see. I know we're both biased because we're both friends with Judd. I, w I would love to say Judd, but I'm going to say it's not Judd for me. But it's different. It's different. Judd's is, 
it's not watching this hundred man comedy. It's watching the documentary and everything exactly. that goes with it. Right. Exactly. So that's different. Let's take that out of yeah, that question then. Exactly. Because it's a documentary, exactly, and we so. go back to the well. It's not there was there wasn't that many that was caught on film. I mean, you got you got to look at Masuda Shian's, yeah, Masuda. That yeah. you, you that's know, a great one. That's an amazing one. For me, that's one of my most favorite ones because he became so exhausted. <laughs> and his his primordial ooze come out, and he Didn't sunk he his teeth and he bit someone. <laughs> yeah. Now, for me, I love that. Yeah. I, everyone's like, oh my God, that is not the way. I think that's fantastic yeah, because that point. Yeah. he had that, he's got that inbuilt in him, that survival. And he didn't even know what he was doing and he just sunk his teeth into someone and then he realized <laughs> what was going on. Yeah. I think that was a, a really good one. What was so, yours then? So mine, uh, I'm a little split with a couple. Uh, one, it's it's tough because I, my Kazumi is my favorite fighter, my favorite whatever. Yeah, but he's yeah. not he's not my favorite uh, hunter man. Although I love it, I've seen it. Uh, my favorite is Matsui. It's so Matsui's so technical, man. He's but do you know what so I find good. with Matsui's is a lot of the people fighting him were too scared to go anywhere near him. They were there was a lot of intimidation there. There's no no question of that. But that doesn't take away from his technical I, prowess. I, I like I like Matsui's got the animal inside him as well because you yeah. watch him on some of his. Oh you yeah. Can see where, you can see where he's got hurt and he's just like, come on, man, let's yeah, fucking yeah, have yeah. it. And he went out. People drove them right into the crowd and stuff. I I love watching. I, I love watching his fifty man, his hundred man. Anyway, big fan. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. And Joe Biden. Shout out to President Joe. <laughs> Next week, then, we'll talk about the 100 Man Kumite. What we will have for you people. Yeah. We'll have a list. We'll have a list of everyone that's done it. Yep. And we'll, yeah, we'll critique a little bit. We'll talk, shit talk a little bit. We'll do a bunch of well, stuff. Well, we don't then, know. This. Uh, no, no shit talk. No shit talk. No, no we're not going to shit talk anyone because no matter what organization you do it in and no matter whether it's legit, logic, whatever, it's still an impressive feat. 100%. Absolutely. It's still an, an amazing feat to do. I mean, I, I've never done it. And I will make some notes of what's happening in Kyokushin News during the week. And we'll do a little news wrap-up, too. Exactly. And that's what we'll do. We'll have the list of the 100-man kumite. And if any big events happening, if there's any other stuff happening in the news world of Kyokushin, we'll put it out there as well. So if anybody has anything happening and they want to make sure it gets shouted out... Let me know. Messages. Put it. Put it in the comments on yeah. our on our back street. Yeah. Comment. Just people comment, subscribe, and comment quickly. As we are talk, as you mentioned, Matsui being your favorite, uh -huh. that is the example in Cameron's book. Is oh, Matsui's what? Matsui's hundred man kumide? Is an example of what? When he oh. when the ch the chapter on the hundred man oh, kumite he uses him as is, he uses Matsui. Yeah. So there's a there's a chapter in the book on that and there's pictures in there on that. So yeah, funny you said that. Yeah, there's one of the good ones, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, All right. that's next week then folks. Cat. <laughs>